We're going to pray and lift these people up to the Lord this morning. Father God, we, we come to you. We thank you for today. We thank you for your son Jesus and what he did on the cross for each and every one of us. People, these Jesus, these people on this list up here need a touch from you. Whatever their needs are, you know, your, your word says that you know every hair on our head. So, Father, we're lifting these folks up to you this morning. Love on them, Lord. Give them, give them your peace. Give them whatever they need. We ask these things in your name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And what a Thanksgiving week. Who is thankful? Ooh, yeah, me too. Me too. I, I've been going through a long list of what I'm thankful for, and, and there's just no end to it. But we're going to touch on a little bit today. This verse that I picked out today, we're going to go to Acts 2.26. And it touched me yesterday, just last night I saw this, this verse in a whole other way that I'd ever seen it before. Actually, it was on the nose of a halter, um, and it, it was printed out in a, in a little different way. It says, no wonder my heart is glad, and my tongue shouts his praises. My body rests in hope. This halter, this halter said, see, I want to read it right. This halter said, I have pitched my tent in the land of hope. Listen to this. No wonder my heart is glad, and my heart is really glad, and I think everybody in here today is getting touched by a little gladness because they're, they're in the house of hope. And my tongue shouts his praises, which we just did, and my body's going to be restful in his hope. Or there's peace inside of me because of his great hope. And so you guys, I just want you to know that with everything that you're going to go for that's going to happen in your life and some of it's going to be amazing and some of it's going to have a lot of pressure but the truth of the matter is in him there's hope there's always hope a really wise man told me one time when there's no hope there's still hope and i've always kept that because the truth is no matter how it seems in our lord there's hope and so i like this halter i have pitched my tent in the land of hope i'm going to live there and my hope is the same for you i want to pray over you guys as you go on to uh ranch kids father i just praise you i praise you for being the land of hope i praise you for inviting us into the land of hope and i just thank you that you have a desire that we would be part of this hope that we would be included in it not because we have earned it or deserve it but because we're your children and you love us i just thank you so much for that and i thank you for these young people you have given us you have given us authority over i just praise you for this and i pray that we would do them right by you and i pray this in the name of jesus amen you know truthfully i was thinking a lot about what i was thankful for and uh and oh man the list just goes on and on and on and i started thinking about all the blessings to me i started thinking about all the things that i get out of the deal 
and I was kind of missing it. And then the last couple of days, I really got a, a handle on none of it would work if my God didn't have plans for me. He didn't have a great desire for me to be in his presence. And so then I got thinking about how amazing that is that he would even want to put up with me, that he would even want to put up with you. Isn't that crazy? But he does. He wants you. He wants you to be in his presence. He wants you to be part of his life. Every part of, of what he can do, he wants to do through you. And I thought about this cult here. Is, he is a new member of my family, and, and uh, he didn't pick us. We, uh, we had the pleasure of picking him. And he, uh, he don't know if he's in all the way yet. He... he I showed up in his life unexpected to him. And it kind of upsets him still a little bit. He's not sure if he's in on the deal. Um, when I write him, I feel a great, a great lot of talent in there, and, and he, may, he excites me. I have, I have big plans for this horse. I have plans to spend a lot of time with him. And I don't know what his future brings, but I can see really big stuff. But somewhere along the line, he's going to have to figure out that the answer is in me. Somewhere along the line, right now I've chose to show up in his life. Somewhere along the line, he's going to have to make up his mind that he wants to be part of mine. I believe with every part of it, because I, I'm so drawn to him and because... I have such high hopes for him. There's not one doubt in my mind that we'll get there. How much time will that take? I don't know. I don't think very much, but it could take more than I expect. In this thought process, I want you to turn with me to Hebrews, the sixth chapter. And if we go to, if we go to Hebrews 6, I've forgotten exactly where I want to start in Hebrews 6. So give me just a second to get here. Oh, Hebrews 6.10 is where we're going to start. Eleven was the, was the verse that really drew me in, but we'll read 10 first. It says, For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you work for him. And how you have shown your love to him by caring for other believers, as you still do. 11, which was the hook for me, our great desire. Now, the author of Hebrews is a little bit unknown. I want you to know that uh, in the beginning, a lot of people believe that it was Paul. But today, if you Google it up, there's a lot of uncertainty to who the actual author of Hebrews is, and I'm not near enough of a scholar to even have an opinion. But I do know that whoever wrote this loved the Lord and had a close relationship with him, and they, and they had this desire to share what they had and pass it on to us, pass it on to the people then and to pass it on to us. So I want you to listen to this. Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts. Now let's back up to 10 again. 
For God is not unjust. He will not forget how hard you worked for him and how you have shown your love to him by caring for other believers as you still do. God has this desire for us. And it hinges on this right here. Caring for other believers as you still do. Our great desire here in 11, our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts. If you've got breath in you, the author of this had a great desire for your future. And that future, that hope in you was, is that you're going to love on other people. Not just for the other people's sake, but for your sake. Listen to this. Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts. And here's this deal, this hook right here. In order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. Everybody that came to church this morning has a hope. We have a hope that we will that we will have a good life, that we'll have a productive life, but we have an even bigger hope that we will spend eternity with our Lord. And everybody that came needs a little reassurance, needs a little confidence that that's going to come true. Along the way, we need to know that our hope is not misplaced. Right here, it tells us, I want to read 11 to you again. I want you to really listen to it. Our great desire is that you will keep on loving others as long as life lasts in order so that you will know in order to make certain that what you hope for will come true. It's like, you know what? If God changed me so much that I can love the unlovable in others, that I can love the unlovable in me, If he can do that, I am totally confident that he is going to welcome me into his home. He is going to welcome me into this camp of hope. And I'm going to pitch my tent in that land now and forever. I want to keep reading a little bit more. This is so powerful to me. Twelve. Then you will not be spiritually dull, dull and indifferent. Listen, everybody goes through that season where they get a little flat. They're like, man, it's hard to get up and pray. It's hard to get up and read the Bible. It's hard to do the Christian deal. Matter of fact, it's so hard that in Christian America today, our young people have quit going to church. The traditional church is dying. You go to, you go to any church you want to around town, and the most of them, the congregation is 65 to dead. It's true. Why is that? Because we have somewhere along the line, we've watered down the truth. We have watered down that we have watered down the fact that we worship the God of solutions instead of the God of problems. We come there with all of our problems. still trying to find the solution on our own but the solution is in our lord so
The solution was always in our Lord. We just missed it sometimes. We just, like this cult, we didn't know. But in his presence, he has a great desire. And if we want to have confidence in that, we start loving on other people like he asked us to, we ain't going to doubt it. We ain't going to doubt it for a second. We start pouring our lives into others, and I'm telling you, there are others everywhere we look that have great needs, needs a lot bigger than yours. We start pouring into them pretty quick. We ain't going to doubt it for a second. My hope is in the Lord. He changed me so much that I'm willing to do this. And it feels awesome. I want to read a little bit more. 12. Then you will not become spiritually dull and indifferent. Instead, you will follow the example of those who are going to inherit God's promises because of their faith and endurance. Some of it ain't that easy. Some of it shows up on you. Some of, some of this cult's future is going to entail wet saddle blankets, exhaustion. Sometimes he's going to feel like eating and he's got to work more. Sometimes he's going to have to work several times in the same day when he thought five minutes should have been plenty. There's going to be all kinds of things. But if he allows me to mold him into what I think that he's capable of, in the end, he's going to love it. And so will we. I want to read a little bit more here in, in uh, Hebrews 6. And if we skip down to 18, I want you to listen to this. These are not empty promises that God has given us. Verse 18 618 it says so God has given us both his promise and his oath these two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie listen God's not lying about this he never was nobody in here believes that he ever did we were just scared of our part in it we didn't know that in that loving on others there was really hope for ourselves in that so God has given both his oath and his promise these two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie therefore we we who have fled to him for refuge can have great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us 19 this hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. It leads us, and this is the second hook in this set of verses that really touched me. This is the hope and a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls, and it leads us to the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. And I got to thinking about this inner sanctuary, and I knew enough to know that it was also called the Holy of Holies. I also knew it's where they used to keep the Ark of the Covenant, all the good stuff, the important stuff to God, the real stuff. 
the life stuff kept in this inner sanctuary. And then I thought, he is inviting us into his special place because we deserved it. No, because we're his children and he loves us and he has this great desire for us to be this amazing world changer through loving on other folks. And where's he going to take all that? I don't know. But I do know this, that lives are going to be changed once and for always because we loved on them and because we told them the truth and because our God has a desire for us to be in his inner sanctuary, into his personal private home, into his holy of holies, separate of separate places, most sacred spots, and he's inviting you into it. He's inviting me into it. Because he has this great desire for me to be in him and him to do something incredible through me. He has this great desire for you to be in him and him to do something incredible through you as you love another. The truth of it just is uh, oh, really overwhelming when you get to thinking about it. Our God, the King of kings, Lord of lords, the power to speak the universe into existence, the ability to know you preconception, to knit you, literally knit you in the womb, knows every heartbeat, Knows every hair on your head literally by number. Knows every breath. Knows every step. Knows the mistakes that you've made. Wants to use those. And he wants to invite you into his holy of holies. Into his inner sanctuary. And I want to pitch my tent in the land of that hope. Will you join me? Father, if there's anybody listening right now that has never turned their life over to you, that has never considered that you would have them in their most pers- in your most personal of places, that never considered that truly living is being in you and loving on folks as you would have us in the most awkward and uncomfortable of places can be the most fulfilling and actually truly living like we've never lived before. Father, I am thankful and I am thankful that we live in, a, that we live in this world that you can use us still. I am thankful that you're still on the throne and that you're still mighty. Father, I'm thankful that President Trump's still president this week. There was crazy stuff happening, and I don't care who voted for him and who didn't, but it could not be the best for our country to have this crazy sham of an impeachment going on. It just can't be the best. But your hand is sovereign, and you've, you've protected him, and you've protected our nation, and you've protected us right here, right now.
And it, even with all that happening, you have a desire for more from us. You have a desire, a great desire, that we would come into your most personal places, that we would be in a spot, and we would be in your inner circle of close friends. I just praise you for that, and I pray that if anybody is making that choice right now, that they're sticking their pick in the ground. Here. So I, I am going to pitch my tent in the land of your hope. I pray all this in the name of Jesus. Amen.